folks here we are live again on a Monday trying to get everything together always a bit of a challenge to get everything back where it needs to go after a long hiatus in this case two days just trying to get everything back where it's going so we can start talking now as you know I like to find out what holiday each day is Sometimes they're a little bit weird, sometimes they're not. Today, today is December 7th. I'm trying to get my fade level right. Something's going on today. It's lighting or what? But we're having a strange fade level. That's okay. We'll go with that. That's close enough. Good morning, folks. Rainier's there, Richard's there. It's good to see you guys rolling in this morning. I'm not sure why we're getting such a weird light level. Looks like everything should be where it's supposed to be. Ah, move some stuff around. Anyhow, it is December 7th today. And December 7th, normally people see that as, as Pearl Harbor Day, right? Um, but I asked Alexa, my Amazon Echo device this morning, I asked it what the day was, and it said it's letter writing day, which I can see it's trying to give a weird, crazy holiday, which is okay. I'm okay with that, but come on, remember Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, date which will live in infamy. So today, we'll be talking about Pearl Harbor Day. We do have our coffee, our Illy Coffee in Boston Cup. Good morning, and I'm glad you could join us for a cup of cyber. Today, what I want to talk about is these guys, CompTIA. CompTIA has introduced, and it's, it's strange, I haven't really heard of these things. It really was introduced two years ago, over to almost, almost three years ago. Stackable certifications. Do you guys know about stackable, stackable certifications? You might. I've I've just heard of them. This really didn't catch my attention, but now, now that I've kind of got the the laydown, the rundown of these stackable certifications, I want to share what I know about them with you and get some feedback from your side of the fence. What do you guys think about stackable certifications? Have you even heard of them? So that's what I'm talking about this morning. Let me get the intro up. And we will jump back in to talk about stackable certs. Do do do. So stackable, stackable certs. This is something that Microsoft had introduced in January of 2018. And it goes back to December 2017 is about the oldest information I can find on it. They have been around a while. I see a few people posting about it, but it's generally the security community has been silent on these things. And, and we'll see why. I, I don't know if we can, I don't know, get to the bottom of this. We'll dig to the bottom of this. We'll come up with some information. We'll see what you guys think of this, the stackable cert, the the CompTIA 
Stackable Cert, why they're doing it, what it's all about, what's in it for you, all that stuff. So let's jump right in here. We'll get into the deck and talk about it. So here's our overview. CompTIA says this is the... <laughs> What CompTIA says is the success of IT certifications, CompTIAs, and others is driven by employer trust. Employers have long recognized that third-party accredited and legally defensible certifications are useful job-qualifying criteria. We see this played out across the field of IT recruitment and talent management, a search through job ads for a number of data center roles uncovers postings that list one or more CompTIA certifications as preferred or required qualification. Any number of data center roles, which is weird that they use that term when CompTIA certs are usually across all of IT, but this is this is directly from the CompTIA website. So this is, they're saying any number of data center roles. There's a number of just weirdness on their website, like Formatting of bullets was weird. Um, the fact that they use this term, any number of data center roles, you know, IT, IT roles, I mean, roles across IT, especially if you're looking at 8570 from the DOD and what the government puts out, there is a ton of preferred qualifications or requirements for CompTIA certs. That's one of the require one of the certs that fills that requirement role. So this whole first part, is weird. So they go on to say, why would you want to earn one? So earning a CompTIA stackable certification offers several benefits, right? And here they are. Recognized expertise in rapidly growing areas of IT specialization. Validated achievement of the CompTIA certifications that employers rely on when staffing their IT teams. Demonstrated commitment to ongoing professional development and growth. Okay, those seem like valid points, and we're gonna cover these. You know, I'm gonna have the my side of, you know, the pros and cons of what I think this is all about when we get to the end of this thing, but they also go on to say they offer employer, employer benefits as well. So CompTIA stackable certifications also offer benefits to employers. So they have a ready-made talent management tool for developing staff using well-defined standards of competence and an effective differentiator for recruitment and selection of IT staff. So this is really like the, the, the CompTIA website doesn't really go into any more detail than this on why you would want to do it. Without five bullet points, this sums it up, and, and I want to come back. We'll probably come all the way back to this slide at the end. But I want to talk a little bit about the the stacks, the stacks that CompTIA has built, right? So here's the here's the two paths, and it within the two paths there are a number of different stacks, right? So if we start with the infrastructure, they have two levels: specialist and professional, and they have the CIOS and the CS. SS in the specialist level. And anytime you see that last S, it's specialist. And the first letter is CompTIA. So you just have to worry about the, the middle letter. So professional C, C, A, P, C, N, I, P, C, L, N, P. Um, that's your infrastructure side. And these things get a little cumbersome to say after you've said nine of them or so. 
Cybersecurity, they've added another level. They've added the expert level. So specialist is the CSIS. The professional levels are the CSCP, CSAP, CNVP, CNSP. And then finally, the expert level, CSAE and CSIE. And I know if you get tired of hearing those, I certainly get tired of saying them. But those are your two, two levels, your two sides, the two paths you can go down, infrastructure or cybersecurity, and you're going to see there's a ton of overlap across these two, right? So starting on the infrastructure side, starting at the bottom of the stack, right? So to speak, I guess. There's really no bottom or top or uh, anyways. So we're talking about the CIOS, and that's the CompTIA IT Operations Specialist. If you have the A+, and you have the Network+, Plus, you'll automatically receive a notification that you can go and download, and that's another thing we'll talk about, download the CIOS, the CompTIA IT Operations Specialist Certification Stack, or certification. So this is for an IT Operations Specialist that manages the flow of a workspace and optimizes the day-to-day -day activities. In this role, you will analyze business operations and identify customer needs. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if you'd be a business operations analyst if you have the A plus and the network plus, but that's what CompTIA says you will be able to do. The next one in the infrastructure specialist track or the stack is the CompTIA system support specialist or the CSSS. And this is if you have the A plus and Linux plus. That'll get you this one. This is a system support specialist is responsible for all aspects of help desk support and technical assistance, addressing a variety of user issues, including troubleshooting software, hardware, and networks. Well, I can see why they it definitely would give you part of that. A plus and Linux plus would give you that. I don't see, uh, I, I don't see a lot of like stuff like server plus is not talked about a lot here. There's a lot of stuff that they could be missing out on, but giving this track, this is your help desk track, essentially, the stack for the help desk. So now we go on to the professional levels. First level is the Cloud Admin Professional, or the CCAP, CompTIA Cloud Admin Professional. That's Network Plus, and Cloud Plus will give you automatically the CCAP. This is a Cloud Admin Professional, will help an organization maximize the business opportunities that the cloud creates. Okay, to me that would seem like if the Cloud Plus should be providing that. It should be more than, than that, I would think. Next one in the professional is the, if you get the Network Plus and the Security Plus, you get the CNIP. That's the CompTIA Network Infrastructure Specialist, or excuse me, CompTIA Network Infrastructure Professional. almost messed that up. Well, I technically did. So the CNIP is a network infrastructure professional, delivers complex infrastructure design projects from inception through development and delivery. Okay, cool. I can, I can see network and security. Sure, this is part of the old school trifecta when you had network plus and security plus and A plus. They used to call that the, the, the old school trifecta. Uh, next one, infrastructure professional level is the CLNP, and this is if you have Network Plus and Linux Plus, and this is a CompTIA Linux Network Professional. 
is a Linux network professional provides hands-on support and monitoring of critical internal and, and client systems. Okay. Um, I'm not, not sure what to say about that. Network Plus, Linux Plus. I thought CompTIA had some kind of fallout with the Linux Plus certification a while ago, but I'm not sure. Mike's here this morning. Good morning, Mike. Then we go on to the CSIS, which is the first one. This is the new, this is the specialist level on the cybersecurity side. So now we moved over from infrastructure to cybersecurity. So this is the CSIS. And this is what many people used to call the trifecta. This is what a lot of people, when you got to Security Plus, this isn't the normal route. Most people, 80% of the people get to Security Plus, A Plus, Network Plus, Security Plus. That's kind of the route, maybe 70%, 70 to 80% of people go this route, right? So this is a Comp CompTIA Secure Infrastructure Specialist. If you have these three, A Plus, Network Plus, Security Plus, you should automatically be a CSIS. So as a secure infrastructure specialist, you'll not only be able to support hardware and software systems, but will be able to protect your organization's assets from internal and external threats. I, I, I kind of believe that. I, it's your starting level, right? That's where you start with. Um, then they go on, the next one is the CSCP. And this is if you have Security Plus and Cloud Plus. This is a secure cloud professional. You'll be ready to address the business's technical security challenges in enterprise cloud computing environment. That's probably a good combination for supporting and defending the cloud. Yeah, I, I kind of get that, this combination. Uh, the next professional is the CompTIA Security Analytics Professional, the CSAP. There's a security analytics professional path and carries out security measures to protect the organization, the computer, network, and systems. Okay, Security Plus in the uh, CYSA. I don't know how you say that one anymore. Um, next in the professional tra track is the CNBP. It's CompTIA Network Vulnerability Professional. This is a network vulnerability assessment professional scans applications and systems to identify vulnerabilities that can be used as blueprints for improvements. And that's Security Plus and Pentest Plus. You get those two together, then you get the CNVP. All right, now we're getting, we're starting to add a few more. Now it's, now it's, we're adding three to the mix. It's kind of back to the, you know, to the, the trifecta here. But this one is Security Plus, Pentest Plus, and the CYSA, right? and that gives you the CNSP, or the CompTIA Network Security Professional. As a network security professional, you monitor networks for threats or unauthorized users, as well as analyze security risks and develop response procedures. So my question on this one is, if it is the CompTIA Network Security Professional, I get Security Plus there, where is Network Plus? I would think that Network Plus would be required for a network security professional. Just my thoughts. I don't know why it's not there. It seems like it should be there, but I'm not, I'm not sure, right? Uh, next one, on to the expert level. And you'll know the, at the end here, it's an E now. And this is the expert level, only exists in the cybersecurity side. And I've got a, I've got a thought why that is. But 
the CompTIA security analytics expert is the CSAE. That's Security Plus, CYSA Plus, and the CASP Plus, C-A-S-P Plus. Gives you the CompTIA security analytics expert. Security analytics expert engineers security solutions and generate research results for security-based data anal analytics. Sorry. So that's what you, it's what you can expect if you get to this level, right? Now, let's throw four into the mix, right? Now we're going to say Security Plus and CYSA Plus and Pentest Plus and CASP Plus, C-A-S-P Plus, give you the CompTIA Secure Infrastructure Expert, the C-S-I-E. As a security infrastructure expert, you'll be responsible for managing and leading the information security infrastructure and projects in a global organization. So that's, that's the last one. That's the last one in these paths, right? And, and I'm not, here's, my, here's my thoughts on it, right? So there are a few, on the positive side, there's a few things we can talk about. It does provide structured paths for specializations. It provides goals for candidates, and it takes up less real estate on a resume, right? So it gives it do, does provide some structure. On the, the converse, and the cons of this, to me, this seems like pure marketing, 100% marketings. There, there's no real advantage over the base certifications. Uh, if you get Security Plus and Network Plus and A Plus, and you put those on your resume, that meets all the requirements. And I want to go back to that. I'm going to go back up to that slide in a minute here. The biggest con that I see is, let's say this, this is the this is the biggest one. This is the top in the cybersecurity stack, right? Security Plus, CYSA Plus, Pentest Plus, CASP Plus gives you the CSIE, right? You got to get all four of those to get the CSIE. Now, I go out. I'm I'm Jerry, the, the candidate, going to get a job, and I put on my resume, you know, the requirement is Security Plus. But I know that I'm a CSIE, and I know that Security Plus is part of that certification. But I put on my resume, because I'm saving some real estate, I put CSIE. And when it gets to HR, HR, the guy in HR doesn't know that Security Plus is part of CSIE. So when they look at your resume, they're going to see CSIE, and they're going to go, the guy doesn't have the security plus, so he doesn't meet the requirements, or she. I'm going to be sexist here. He or she does not meet the requirements, and you're going to get thrown out of the stack. So the saving real estate on your resume is not really a point, because now you've got to list, you know, all of these. You have to list security plus, CYSA plus, Pentest plus, CAST plus, and then CSIE, so that you don't get skipped over when people are looking. I'm going to say most hiring managers... In security, if you've been around security a while, you're going to look at this CSIE and go, I don't even know what the heck that is. It's another CompTIA certification. And if you're in this, if you're in this field, and you've been around a while, you're going to think of CompTIA certifications as what they are. They're entry-level certifications, generally. There are now some, some fairly advanced certifications in CompTIA, the CASP+, plus, right? Um, I think the CYSA plus is, are the fairly a higher level, but they're still, someone is not going to put the CSIE on the same level they're going to say a C, uh, CISP, right? Um, 
they're not going to put it up there with with OSCP or something like that. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to make that judgment call and say that these are those advanced level certifications. Most people will look at a CompTIA certification and go, okay, that's entry level. It's got some good stuff to it. The person's been around. They, 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 there is valid reasons for getting CompTIA certifications. They do provide proof that you know those subject areas. But I don't think people will, generally, people are not going to look at a CompTIA certification as saying that you would be leading the information security infrastructure and projects in global organizations because you have a, a solely a CompTIA certification. I could be wrong. They, they tell me if I'm wrong here. I, I might be. So if we go back up to this other slide up here where we talk about all the pros, right? The why they're going to do it. Here are the bullet points that CompTIA puts out, right? A recognized expert in a rapidly growing areas of IT specialization. Okay, I don't know how a stack is going to offer that more than just the base certifications. A plus, security plus, network plus. Validation, validated achievement of the CompTIA certifications that employers rely on when staffing their IT teams. Sure, but no more than the base certifications. It doesn't add anything at all else to this. Demonstrated commitment to ongoing professional development and growth. Again, I, I don't see that anymore within doing this versus just getting the certifications, right? Ready-made talent management tool for developing staff using well-defined standards of competence. Maybe, um, but I think I think your you're, you're shorthand, you could just say, okay, if I want you to be cloud, make sure cloud security, go get security plus and cloud plus. Uh, an effective differentiator for recruitment uh, and selection of IT staff. Again, I don't see how a stack would do that. I don't see how these stacks offer any improvement over the the old school, just the way people, we've done this for decades. I mean, CompTIA has been out for decades doing this stuff. What, what makes this any different than the way we've been doing it before? I don't, I don't understand. If, if, if one of these certifications, right, Let's say let's say the the where's the the CSIS right the CSIS is the the kind of the trifecta the network plus uh, A plus security plus that's CSIS. If you had to do something else, like SANS does this with their gold certifications, if you had to do something else, right? You get your A plus, your network plus, your security plus, and then you have to do a capstone or you have to do write a paper, or you have to do something to get that. CS, CSIS, then maybe it's useful. Then maybe there's value to it. If you're saying you're going above and beyond those three certifications, then maybe there's value in it. I just hate the fact that this, this again, this weird, weird shadow today. First world problems, right? Just make everything go away. That's not good. As we live with the weird shadow for now. So I don't, I don't understand the benefit, right? And, and Mike is going to say, yeah, Mike is agreeing. I think uh, he's just saying, you know, pure marketing. It, it, it seems to be pure 100% marketing on CompTIA's side. The other people that are using this like crazy, because I went out there, I did. I spent some time digging in, trying to find benefits of doing these stacks. I, I tried to find maybe some maybe there's something I was missing. Maybe it just didn't make sense. Maybe I missed something. So I looked and I dug around and 
there's there's nothing out there. The only people that are really focused on this is people that are selling training that's focusing on these stacks. So if they're selling CSIS, if they're selling a package around CSIS, they're, they're marketing now as, hey, now we're selling you Network Plus and A Plus and Security Plus, and we're going to get you we're going to get you CSIS certified. They're adding it as another differentiator, which is, it's, it's not. To me, it's not. It's nothing new. What Am I missing something here? Tell me. Tell me in the comments. If you're live, tell me in the live comments. If you're watching this later on replay, um, I, I, I don't get I don't get it. And I, I think... Paul, you got a great point, and that's why I want to talk about too. Is this week, the week of seven December? All week we're going to talk about different uh, credentialing organizations. We're going to go a deeper dive into CompTIA. We're going to go into uh, looking at uh, ISC squared, uh, ISACA. So, how beneficial is CompTIA certs over other stuff out there like uh, CCNA or any of the Cisco certification? Um, or SANS or ISACA uh, Nexus. It, 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 yeah, they, they've each got their place, right? And I'm going to tell you, this is this is why I think it's a little a little strange they went this route, right? Every every CERT organization had kind of its niche it dealt with. And CompTIA has, had for decades, been very satisfied in the niche that it, it, it op operated in. And it was always getting people into the field. Right. If you wanted to get that job on the help desk, your first IT job, you had to go get A plus. And A plus got you generally got you in to a help desk job. And if you wanted to go get a job in networking, you generally had to go get network plus, but then a lot of places would require you to get some another certification. Like they would want you to get CCNA certified because they would um, want you to work on Cisco gear, right? Um, if you wanted to go work in security, they'd want you to start with Security Plus. Those are for baseline starting level certifications, right? But then if you went to specialize in something, like you wanted to be a specialist in pen testing, you'd maybe do a SAN course on pen testing, and they have quite a few of them now. It used to be one pen. It used to be the G-Pen, but now there's the web and Windows and all kinds of other stuff they do. Or you went the, the ultra tech round, tech route, with offensive securities, uh, um, OSCP and OSCE certifications. It took me a second. I kind of lost my train of thoughts. Um, ISACA had one, but they all kind of specialized in different different areas of IT. Different areas. If you wanted to do networking, generally, people that went networking they started with Network Plus, and then normally, in the good old days, they went into Cisco stuff. They went into CCNA. CCSB, they, they worked their way through the Cisco tracks, and they were in networking. Um, in security, a lot of times you work through offensive security if you're going pen test, or you work through the SAN stuff, and you had to have deep pockets for that. Um, and one of the things that drove this, and is what Mike's talking about, right, is in the government, you need Security Plus. You don't necessarily need Security Plus. Security Plus is one of the better ones to get you through 8570. 8570 has a lot of the pluses across it. Um, 
Security Plus definitely fits the role in a lot of those places, but you could get, in some cases, you could get another certification beyond Security Plus. But security, yeah, it, it becomes the de facto standard. If I want IAT level one or level two, I get Security Plus and I'm good to go. You know, if I want a IAM level one or two, you could get a number of different certs you get on the management side. CAP, for example, from ISC squared. Um, but yeah, so part of this is Paul talking about what you're saying. Let's break down these these different certification providing organizations. Let's look at the big ones. Let's look at SANS and look at the positives and benefits, positives and negatives about SANS. And I'm gonna tell you right now a little foreshadowing when we get to SANS. SANS is some, on the positive side, some of the best training you will ever get. On the negative side, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna have to dig deep into your pocket. A SANS class is gonna cost you seven or $8,000. On, on the other side, you've got things like CompTIA, a little less money. I mean, IT Fundamentals Plus is like $100 to take the cert, right? Um, the other one's about $300. Get into ISC Squared, they're about six or $700. Um, same thing for ISACA. Um, so there's different reasons you go into different certification paths. And that's one of the things we need to do. And it's, it follows up on our, our conversation from Friday. We're talking about there is no true path, I don't believe, in cybersecurity. We didn't develop these paths. So I'm going to take my stab at building a few paths this week using the certification. Actually, we'll, we'll talk about, I take that back. We'll talk about the certifying agencies so that next week we can start building paths with those as well as education, as well as experience and saying, if you want to do something like pen test, then here's a path you can follow from my point of view. And I, I welcome any of you to challenge what I have to say. I mean, if you think this, if you think there's great value in CompTIA stack certifications, I would love to hear it. Other than it's easier to write down CSIS than it is to write down Security Plus, A Plus, Network Plus. I, I'll give you that. That's easier. Do people understand it? Um, I tell you, until, until last week, I wouldn't, you write down CSIS, I'd, I probably wouldn't know the know what it meant right I, I wouldn't know that it meant they've got the network plus a plus and security plus i've been doing this for almost 30 years i am a hiring manager i do hire i run a team and if you put that on your resume i probably wouldn't understand that you had the security plus i'd have to look it up um that's just that's my viewpoint of the world i didn't keep track of this well enough um yeah, the correction Mike made here, what's your point of view on the CISSP? And he corrected that in the next one. Um, versus the CASP. I really can't tell you. I don't have the CASP. Um, I've got CISSP. I know it is, to me, to me, it's still the king of all certifications in security. I don't think the CASP, even if it was technically as difficult, if it was emotionally as draining as the CISSP, I don't think it holds the same weight as the CISSP. Um, folks that have both of them, you've got, if, if someone out there is watching and you have both the CISSP and the CASP, what is your thought about it? Um, I mean, what's your, what's your view of, of that? What's your view of the CASP versus CISSP? Me, 
I'm, I'm old school. I, I got the CISSP. There's no reason I would probably ever need the CASP unless I wanted to teach the class because I do, you know, you know, I do a lot of instruction on the side, but I, I don't see a value in it for me because I've got the CISSP and no job, no employer is ever going to say, I, I want the CASP and I won't accept the CISSP. They're always going to accept the CISSP. It's just the CISSP, let's face it, and, and argue with me if you want in the in the comments, argue with me if CISSP is not the king of all security certifications. Um, Xavier, what path is the closest thing to an all-around cybersecurity career path? Um, I can't tell you that right now, but I can tell you that next week. We'll put that on, and I'm going to call that the generalist path, right? So if you want to be a a cybersecurity generalist, and they need, you do need, there are, there's need for generalists in cybersecurity. And I'm going to say those people that generally start as an ISO and work in that path, right? A generalist generally is going to work more, more towards the management side of the house. Um, they're not going to be leaning as far into the technical side, because in the technical side, you really have to specialize in that technical field. If you're going to be a good pen tester, that's all. You're going to laser focus on pen testing. If you're going to be a SOC analyst, you're going to laser focus on those SOC analyst certifications and the SOC tools, the tools you use in the SOC, Splunk and, and ArcSight and things like that, um, Snort. And the tools you use will be, that's uh, in technical, the technical side, you are going to laser focus on those things. Um, if you're going to be a generalist, you're going to generally be working more on the management side of the house. And there's some certifications over there that are good to have. The CISM, um, the CISSP. Um, to get there, you're probably going to want to get the, the, the trifecta again, the A+, plus, Network+, plus, Security+, plus, or CI, CSIS. Um, Paul, uh, the value inserts is what you've value inserts any certs that is what you find in that my belief yeah the you know, there's, there's value in certification the value in certification is preparing for the certification and having that knowledge I don't think and this is my again I'm a bit old school there is no value in cramming for a week taking a certification and forgetting everything you should get if you're that person when you get to the hiring manager they should immediately identify it and and disqualify you the way certs were designed is you worked in that field, you became an expert in that area, and these are your CompTIA entry-level stuff as well. You understand the stuff, and then maybe you take a, a session to cram for it, and then you go, but you know it. You know that you don't forget it the week later. The problem with if you don't know this stuff and you take a, a week or a month to cram for it, then you take the cert, and then you forget it all, it's, it doesn't really help you. The cert was designed to let people know that you know this material. Not that you took a boot camp, passed a test, and forgot it all, right? And, and that is the value of a cert is the value you put in. It's really a value that the hiring managers and the HR people put in it. That's the value of a cert. Um, once you get past those people, once you get past HR and past the hiring manager, your job performance is going to show, your experience is going to show whether you know it. If you have a stack of certifications and you can't do the job, that's going to show almost immediately. Folks are going to, they're going to see that. Um, Mike, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you or you're agreeing with me. CISSP has a stronghold on the security world. It, it's, it, it's because 
it was the first one out there. It's because it's been around a while. It's because all of the hiring managers that have been working in IT security for so long, we've got it. That's the one we have. We know what the CISSP is. We know the nightmare it was, especially the old paper-based one. You had to send in and wait for it to come back. Um, <laughs> not instant results. The old one was was a nightmare. Nobody ever wanted to lose that. It was a cert that that became the king of it for king of security for a reason. Mike's getting out of here. Good, good. Have a good morning, Mike. Have a good morning. Uh, there's. Also, what advice would you give to, say, a, high, a senior high school student aspiring to break into security when it comes to higher learning? Would you suggest a university at all? I think that, to me, and this is, again, this is my opinion, it depends on what, what way you want to go, right? Which track you want to go into. If you want to go into management, I think at some point you're going to have to go into higher education. You're just going to have to. And right now we're at a bit of a, a crossover point. And I see it. I've been looking at a lot more job postings lately. Um, the technical skills, the areas that need high degrees of technical skills, uh, network admins, network security professionals, um, server admins, security people, uh, pen, especially like good qualified pen testers, you're going to be better off, instead of going to four years of college, you're going to be better off doing four years of intensive training in those technical skills. Um, and here's why. You're going to go to college. I've, I've, I've done the college route, so I, I've done this. I've spent my money on things like humanities classes and, and civics classes and American history classes and world history classes and all these other classes that don't really drive me to my... To, to being a technical expert, and then a small portion, less than half of a degree, is going to be in your functional area, right? So you're going to come out four years from then, you're, and and part of your part of your courseware is going to be focused on kind of what you did or what you do, and you're going to know theory more than you know the technical skills. But if you want to be a strong technical expert, I would say just get 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 the equipment you can get. A lot of it can be virtualized now. A lot of the training is is low cost or free. I mean, if you want to learn Qualys, the scanner, Qualys has a whole training path set up, including virtualized Qualys scanners that you can go learn Qualys on. You can become expert in Qualys without ever owning Qualys. You can use their equipment, their servers, their scanner. They've got it all set up. They want you, Qualys wants you to become an expert in Qualys. Just like Nessus wants you to become an expert in Nessus. They'll give you a, a, a community license and you can run, scan your home network. They want that because when you go to the field and you recommend a scanning solution, if you're really good at Qualys, you're going to recommend Qualys. If you're really good at Nessus, you're going to recommend Nessus. That's what they want. They want people to know their tools. Some of the other ones, you know, you, if you're on the management side, you're doing something like a tool that's going to be... Um, you know, like Archer, you're not going to get a free version of Archer. You're not going to get anything from Arch from RSA free, because they are huge. They're gigantic. Any one of the GRC tools, governance, regulatory, and compliance, they're they're not going to let you do them. But the tech side, you can almost get any. You want to use you want to learn Splunk? There's training on Splunk. You can download Splunk and use it at home. 
You can set up all the queries. You can do almost everything you can do in Enterprise with Splunk at home. They want you to learn Splunk. While I've always felt like the SISM, the CASP, the CISA, and CSSP were mostly the same, slightly different, lean on each. I would say it's my opinion that, of course, CISSP leans slightly more technical. CISSPs, um, each one, yeah, each one has its own different view, right? CISM, if you're, if you're going for a job where you want to be putting together a security program, that's the CISM, security management. That's building a security program. If you want to go be an auditor, that's the the uh, CISA. If you want the, the you know the, the the mile wide and the inch deep, if you want to know everything in technology or everything in security, but only a little bit of it, um, that's the CISP. That's showing you're, you're kind of a generalist. You know a lot of it. And the CASP, I can't really, I can't again I can't talk to the CASP because I don't have it. I don't. I think it's essentially filling the same role as the CISSP. I think it is. Uh, somebody please tell me. Um, Management. Yeah. Compared. The the CLSM for management leading in. And there's a ton of certifications out there now. There are a, a ton of different ways you can go. So my thought is, what do you guys think of this the stack? Is it is it worth it? Or should and this is this is what I think personally. If they're going to have something like the CS I-S. I'll start that one because that's the kind of the one, old school trifecta. That's network plus A plus security plus. I say, I say, if you have network plus security plus A plus, they get, uh, they send you a letter. They say, hey, you're eligible to compete for the CSIS. Here's what you have to do. You have to do some project. You have to write some paper. You have to do something. Kind of like SANS does this on their gold series. You can get a gold certification that's different than the normal one. And you have to write a paper and have it be accepted as by the industry as, as you know, there's, there's standards it has to meet. That's my thought. That's, I think that would have gave them value. Then it's like, okay, it's not just rolling them up and giving you another. It's just like, here, just have this too. Here's another trophy. I, I don't see the value in it the way it's set today. And that's just me. I would love to hear what you got to say. You know, it's been a good conversation this morning. If you're watching this later, just comment in the in the notes before below. We'll continue the conversation or take it over. You know, up, up above there, you can hit the link to go to the Facebook page for Cyber Recon, and we can continue the conversation there. I want to know: Do you think it is worth? These stacks is it worth even the time that that CompT has put together to, to figure this out to track all these things? Okay, to understand you correctly, are you going to actually go over the actual certification paths next week? Um, not certification paths. If that came across that way, um, we're going to talk this week about each of the certifying groups, the big ones, the the ISC squared, CompTIA, SANS. Uh, offensive security, the, the big ones. We've got four days. We're going to pick the four biggest ones that I think. And then next week, I want to talk about the paths that I believe, if you want to be a pen tester, what certifications do you need to get? Just my view. You, I would welcome your comments. If you want to be a pen tester, what do you need to do? If you want to be a generalist, what do you need to do? And that's not just certifications. It's education, certification, and experience. What jobs 
should you hold along the way? What things should you learn along the way? Which tools should you know along the way? And again, in the SOC, in the SOC world, Security Operations Center, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to learn Splunk or ArcSight or Snort. Um, you're going to have to learn different HP tools, maybe. And then you're going to have to take certifications along the way that guide you there. Same thing in the pen test world. If you're going to be in the pen test world, you're going to have to know things like Qualys and Nessus and Kali Linux. You're definitely going to want to know Linux if you're going pen test, the pen, like the pen test route. A lot of people want to go the pen test route, red team, because it's sexy. It's cool. But one of the things you got to know also in that world is how to write a report and present a report to senior leadership. Nobody thinks about that. Hey, I'm going to be a pen tester. I'm going to go do cool things. I'm going to break people's system. I'm going to show the vulnerabilities in them. But no, you also have to be able to write a report and present it to senior leadership about how broken their system is. You have to have the interpersonal skills to work with the server admin that says, my system's not broke. That's not a finding. I don't, I don't believe that. Prove it. Um, there's different things you're going to have to do um, in that world. And that's just, that's just the way it is. So stay tuned this week. Every day this week we're going to talk. I'll, I'll throw it out on the Facebook site. I'll put it out on YouTube. What we're going to talk about. Definitely this week we're going to talk, talk about CompTIA, ISC Squared, SANS. Um, we might have to double up a couple days because we're running. I only have four days this week. Or run it through the weekend. That's another option. Um, I want to talk about offensive security as well. ISACA. Um, there's probably more than I have days in the work week. So... That's what we're talking about. That's what I want to know. I want to know what you think about these stacks. Paul? Think C, uh, CSIS makes you sound more advanced? That the search actually are. Maybe it's just I'm overthinking it. It, it Well, it does because it, it's a different thing. It's, it, and it's one thing they have done. If you'll note, on these certifications... They don't have a plus at the end of them, right? So if I see anything, as, as a hiring manager or somebody in the field, if I see anything, any certification with a plus at the end of it, I know that's a CompTIA certification, and I know that, I, in my mind, I put that as entry level. That's somebody coming in the field. If somebody's coming in the pen test field, they're gonna get pen test plus first. I'm not gonna say pen test plus is equal to OSCP or OSCE, it's not, and it never will be, but it is on the path to get there, right? I'll even say pen test is probably before CEH, but I wouldn't wouldn't guarantee that because I've done both of them, and CEH is CEH CEH is a great marketing tool as well. They did a great job with that certification name. CEH got a great name. Um, anybody that's taken it knows if you look at CEH versus OSCP you're definitely going to be weighting someone with OSCP far more than you would CEH. But the HR guy is probably going to say, CEH is cooler. That's that's the one that sounds cooler. Um, yeah, yeah, CSIS, I agree, Paul. CSIS sounds cool. It'd probably make you look twice on somebody's resume. But, I, you know, until this, this week, till last week, late last week, I wouldn't know what it meant. What I don't I don't know what this means. CSIS? Okay, I'm looking for someone with Security Plus. Um, I'd probably look into it and figure out. Oh, it's it does that. But how many people would? How many people have the time to do that? So that's what I'm saying. So hang around, hang around 
this week. Join us if you can in the morning. I know a lot of people you can't. A lot of people walk it, watch it later in the day. If you're watching later in the day, throw some comments in the show notes below. Is is the the stacks are they worth it? Are they is there any value in the stacks? In these types of stacks. I'm not talking about stacks where you'd have to do something extra to get the the stack certification. If you have to do the three things and then something extra, okay, there's probably value in it. There's you're adding value to it by you're not just awarding it. You're not just Okay, you got three things. To me, that's why I think is marketing. Because if I have, let's say I have the A plus and the security plus, but there's no, there's probably going to be no reason I'm ever going to go back and get the network plus, unless maybe I hit, get hit with this marketing thing, and the marketing thing says, hey, you can be a, be a CSIS. All you have to do is go get your network plus, and then you're going to be good to go. That probably would drive a lot of people to go get the network plus, and then CompTIA is going to get their money. Whoever their training partner is going to get their money. Um, does it make you any different than? Does it make you any different than the person that has the A plus and the security plus? When, as we said earlier, the requirement for the government's going to be security plus. I mean, that's going to be the requirement. The government eighty five seventy says security plus. Does it make you better? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm saying it doesn't. I'm saying there's no value in doing these stacks other than maybe saving some space on your resume or your business card. But I think there's a danger in that because if you put that on your business, resume or your business card, there's going to be a lot of people, especially the H HR people, don't work in security. They don't work in IT. They're not going to go know that the CSIS is equal to having the Security Plus and then some other stuff. Their cheat sheet says, I need a guy that has the, C the Security Plus. That's what they're going to go. They're going to go look for a guy or a girl. I'll say gender neutral. Don't, don't get mad at me. They're going to look for somebody with the C. Uh, excuse me, the Security Plus. They're not looking for anything else. That's what they're going to search for. Give me candidates with the Security Plus. That's my view. Disagree with me. I, I welcome disagreement in the comments below. Or if you're watching this somewhere else, go on Facebook and, and we'll talk about it there. But that's what I think. That's my view of the world. I hope you guys go out. Take care of your friends, your family, your coworkers. Take care of each other. Um, it's going to be a good day. We've got 168 hours until this time next week. What are you going to do with it? I don't know what you're going to do with it. I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with mine, but I'm going to figure it out. But this week, I know we're going to be talking about certifications, certifying bodies that present these certifications and what they offer. Some of them offer a ton of certifications. You're going to be amazed at how many certifications some of these folks offer. It's crazy. It's a crazy amount. So join us. Follow us this week. If you haven't yet, of course, this is a YouTube channel. So I'm going to say hit the button over there. Subscribe. Hit the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content comes out. Share with your friends. Um, go on the Facebook page. It's up in the banner up there. You can see the Facebook there. Click the Facebook. It'll take you to the Facebook page. We can continue this conversation there. But now lots of people got to get out to work and get out and find things. I'm going to get going. I want you guys to uh, take care of each other, be, take care of your friends, family, and coworkers, and I'll see you tomorrow morning, 7:30 a.m. If you want to watch, if you want to listen to this thing in its its audio only format, it's in all the podcasts. We'll push this to podcast. It'll come out sometime after 9 a.m. You can go grab it on a podcast and listen to it at your leisure. So until tomorrow, we'll talk about some certifying bodies tomorrow. I'll put out the schedule out on the YouTube a little bit later today. But be careful and be fun and do good things. Remember Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor Day Day and uh, Letter Writing Day as well.